When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wrapping up hour number two here on Herd Out Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. We're on AM 590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities. We are brought to you by our friends at Dyer Law. Dyer Law has you covered if you're in a personal injury accident. You can count on the Dyer Law team to provide you with a helping hand when you need it. No matter what you're dealing with, call the Dyer Law team at 402-393-7529 or visit Dyer.Law to chat with trusted professionals about your personal injury claim. That's D-Y-E-R dot law. All right, so there was a – obviously there's been a lot of hype around certain players coming to Nebraska in Mm -hmm. the last couple days. Uh, Their initials might be DR, uh, not Dr., Dylan Rayola mm-hmm. uh, and they, KM and KM, but the I, I think the hype went to a whole other level. It did with with, with, with Dylan. So um, I, it kind of got me thinking back because as on Monday evening we talked a little bit about this a little bit yesterday. On Monday evening, I'm I'm going through Twitter. I'm going through some people that I talk to that have that have some information and trying to figure out what's going on and what's real and what's not and. And it's, it's kind of this really exciting sort of adrenaline rush type thing, trying to, like, you're, you're thinking, am I going to be the first person to, act, to, like, actually know that Dylan Rail is coming to Nebraska? And, of course, you're not because I'm asking people that already know, mm-hmm. right? But you, you kind of get this adrenaline rush, and it feels good. And so I was trying to remember, not just in Nebraska football, although it could be Nebraska football for sure, but an off-season happening, an off-season storyline with any any sport that got you like what are the top 3 events in the off season that got you this hyped and I'll, I'll give you my number 3 just so we can Does it have to be an off season thing? Could it uh, be an off the field? Off okay. the field. Okay. So like obviously big games get you super right. hyped and yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. Could be in season right. to be fair, uh, although we are the official off season champions mm-hmm. at, here at Nebraska. Always. But Every year? Uh, just off the field. So it could be in season, but off the field. Like one, one of them for me, and I know Husker fans are going to hate this, but one of them for me was when Doug McDermott announced he was coming back for his senior year at Creighton. Most people kind of assumed he was going to go. Um, he had averaged, you know, 20-some points a game as a junior. He was a two-time All-American at that point, and – it seemed like he was going to go. He was probably going to be a first-round pick. He decides he's coming back. You have the magical senior year for Doug McDermott. I was hyped when Doug McDermott decided he was going to come back 
to Creighton for a senior year. So that's kind of an example of what I'm talking about. Do you have one? So the first one for me was when the Cardinals traded for Nolan Arenado. Oh, that's a big one. Completely fleeced the Colorado Rockies. Sorry, Travis. I I know you're listening. Um, (laughs) That trade was outrageous. And across Major League Baseball, I think every Better or worse than the Mookie Betts trade. Dude, I have no clue, but like, you grade the Cardinals an A, you give the Rockies an F. It's yeah. pretty close. Yeah, they're, they're, they're neck and neck with one another. Yeah. Austin Gomber and um, Elias Montero, has, they have not panned out yeah, for nothing, the Rockies. Nothing. Now, have they played for the Rockies? Sure. sure. But they're not all-stars. They're not superstars, and the Cardinals got a superstar in that deal. Yeah. Nolan Arenado was one of my favorite players in baseball before he became a Cardinal. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean— his defensive ability, also um, his pairing with his bat. Like, he had a down year on the year the Cardinals traded for him, but uh, let's not forget that just a year ago, he, what, what placed third in MVP voting, and mm-hmm. Goldschmidt won the MVP that season. So um, I, I hope nothing changes here because uh, Arenado is my favorite player on the St. Louis Cardinals. I even bought, like, his official like replica jersey oh, from the Cardinal store really? like normally you like you go to I have my favorite DH gate app which is like a jersey you get from China <laughs> you get it for 40 bucks um and, and that's so you how I bought like, the real deal right but I, I I went and did the real thing okay I paid like 180 bucks or something for Oof. this jersey and it's my favorite jersey but he's my favorite player and and that right there uh was like number one for me like your Doug McDermott moment is like because Creighton is number one for you yeah in most cases the Cardinals are number one for me in most cases and when you pair it with your favorite player at the same time I mean dude it's a match made in heaven totally fair uh McDermott's actually my number three in terms of most hyped I most hyped maybe but it was a big Creighton news for you is like is up there for sure it's top priority um the the, the moral of the story with the Nolan Arenado thing is don't trade superstars, guys. <laughs> You're never going to get value, what, regardless of sport. Okay, we've talked about Mookie Betts. We've talked about Nolan Arenado. But, I mean, regardless of the sport, you're not going to get value for your superstar. It's almost impossible. And unless you are 100% positive they are not resigning, like Shohei Otani with the, with right. the Angels, or that you're not going to try and resign them, do not trade superstars. It never works. You never get value, and you always look back at it and go, yeah, I probably should have just paid him. Well, and, and, and you know, baseball is one of those games where when you have a superstar, it's hard to get another mm-hmm. superstar. It's like what we talk about in the NFL. Like There, the, there was something going around this morning on, on ESPN National Radio, and the hypothetical was, if you're Chicago, do you trade one in five to the Chargers for Justin Herbert? And does just, do, do the Chargers take that deal? Mm. And it was like, Wait a second, like Justin Herbert, despite like being on a bad team and not being like he, he's he's kind of like a Mike Trout, Shohei Otani. Yeah, he's not, like, a, he not doesn't on a win playoff much. team. Just doesn't and, win like, much. He has great great numbers, but he doesn't Just win with the doesn't team. Win, doesn't win much. It's he's still considered a top like, yeah. six Who quarterback in the NFL. And and it is do you take do you roll the dice on Caleb Williams or Drake and, May and, or and whoever? expect that to be? what Justin Herbert can be. You don't trade your superstar just because things are going wrong um, unless you know you're getting significant value in return. Especially if you are in a situation where it's like, hey, uh, 
let's try and get a new coach in here first. Let's get mm-hmm. rid of Brandon Staley because you like a lot of the other pieces on the team. So, yeah, moral of the story, don't trade your superstars. Um, I don't know that we're going to get to all three of these. One real quick one for me is this is a Nebraska one. When Marlon Lucky committed to Nebraska mm. back the most in, recent uh, five, like five-star, five star, yeah, um, he – was at the time the top-rated running back in the country. I think Jonathan Stewart and him flipped a couple times, depending on what rankings you end up looking at. But Marlon Lucky committing to Nebraska was kind of one of the moments where you're like, oh, this Callahan thing might work. And obviously things went differently after that, right? But it was, you know, he he brought in like a four-star quarterback in Harrison Beck, and then he landed – he was landing these huge recruits – and then Marlon Lucky commits, and you go, oh, wait a second. You're like, heck yeah. This was a really, really big deal at the time. Um, I believe uh, unless or until Dylan Rayola commits, which I believe is happening, the highest rated recruit in the recruiting era, in the, the internet recruiting era in Nebraska history. So, Marlon Lucky. Yeah, huge, huge get for Nebraska. And it was enormous at the time. I, I don't, I'm not sure people really – appreciate the hype around him coming in because of the the recruiting websites were pretty new at that point they were only a couple two three years in at that point and this idea that Nebraska was competing for the best players in the country was a huge deal the second one for me was when the Bears traded up for Justin Fields okay like the amount of excitement I had in my living room at home sure and my $40 DHK China jersey that I bought <laughs> after that because he wasn't Nolan Arenado but he was Justin Fields and the future yeah. at that position now granted who knows what the Bears do next season forward, if, they, yeah. if they keep him or or if they if they move on from Fields but that moment that level of excitement I had of after the woes of Mitchell Trubisky Mm -hmm. to now getting Justin Fields was a huge uplifting moment as uh, being a Bears fan because I've been I've been through so much hardship (laughs) with Cody Parkey double doinking and the Bears just kind of giving up every draft pick in the world for Khalil Mack which worked out for a few years but didn't work out in the long term uh that may be that one trade that actually worked out trading a superstar, to be quite honest, yeah, because fair. they had so many first-round picks. But then the Raiders, Shane, the Raiders uh, didn't sign <laughs> any of the first-round picks <laughs> that they used uh, in, that, in that deal with the Bears. So uh, long-term is what I mean. Uh, but that, that draft right there, Bro, I can't tell you. I, I was jumping up and down. My my niece is is, is sleeping, and uh, everyone's like, shh, and I'm like. <laughs> Full disclosure, Justin Fields is the guy I wanted the 49ers to draft in that draft. Um, I wanted them to get Justin Fields. I liked him better than Trey Lance. I liked him better than Mac Jones, obviously. I wanted Trey Lance over Mac Jones, but you know mm-hmm. neither one of those guys are working. Yeah, and out then you settled well. with Brock Purdy. What? But <laughs> not settled. MVP Brock Purdy. <laughs> what franchise makes? Was that the right draft? Was that? That's not the same draft. No, that was the next year. Yeah. That was the next year. Out of the Bears and the Raiders, who makes worse decisions? Raiders always. Uh, yeah, hands down. Uh, last one here, and this Boo. was honestly the most hyped I've ever been, and it's the dumbest one. Okay, <laughs> I have a pretty dumb one too for my last one. <laughs> Do you remember the name Daisuke Matsuzaka? <laughs> I do remember Daisuke Matsuzaka. <laughs> do you remember? He had, he had the pitch that the was gyro like the ball. gyro ball. Yes. So back in 2006, the Red Sox, coming off a bad year, they missed the playoffs in 06. Uh, they, are, they, they are in the thick of things. This is like a pre-Twitter era, like at least in mass, the way we get news from it now. 
And so I am like searching on ESPN. I'm searching on like message boards, whatever, trying to figure out if they're getting Daisuke Matsuzaka. They paid like $40 million just for the right to sign him. And he was super mediocre. <laughs> Didn't like to throw strikes. But man, I cannot describe to you how hyped I was for Daisuke Matsuzaka and his gyro ball. The last one for me was when the city of St. Louis sued Stan Kroenke for nearly $800 million <laughs> taking the Rams away from the city. Like, don't get me wrong, I am a Bears fan, but having an NFL team in your city is super oh, exciting, it's and, it, and it's yeah. a great source of revenue for the city yeah. as well. And when Kroenke took the, the Rams away like he did after proposing a new billion-dollar stadium, it was ridiculous. It killed Bears fa- or Rams fans on the inside, and then when he had to pay out $800 million, it was a blessing. Matt DeMarinas, coming up next.